Hey, I'm here with Jake. Uh, I've met Jake a couple of months ago and I immediately fell in love with him. I know I, there's something with... You, do you, I don't know if you realize this guy is 22 years old, but he shines. And I don't know if you see that through that camera, but he, he's so wise. I sent Thank these you, yeah. serenity and things that you usually see in like uh, 60 years old, a uh, guy with a long beard in the Kung Fu movies. <laughs> he has a bit of that. We're growing it. Growing it. And it's impressive. He's working with Taylor Conroy, that I'll introduce to you later. But I'm, and I'm curious, and that's the thing I want you to share today uh, with my LinkedIn community and Facebook community is maybe something that brought you onto that process of self-development and improving yourself and being more and more balanced and in harmony, which is what I sense when I see you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what really what started me on this entire journey came from a negative experience, which was uh, a skin condition where I was breaking out in hives and rashes all the time, as I shared today. And that brought about extreme anxiety. And what that whole experience kind of led me through, and to give everyone listening a, a very short synopsis, I entered university, had this skin condition anxiety, went through this existential crisis, then ended up dropping out of college, going on this four-month soul-searching journey throughout Central America, when, which led me to writing a book and doing TED Talks and speaking, and then you know, meeting Taylor and, and, and so forth. But the key message in that for me is have the courage to listen to your inner voice mm -hmm. and follow it. Because the manifestation of the skin condition and the anxiety was a result of me not tuning inwards and listening to my body. So I was going down the path that I thought I should go down, that everyone where I grew up mm -hmm. and family, it was pressure of to go, you have to go down this path. But that path was not the path that I wanted to go on. Mm. And so all that stuff came up and it taught me this lesson in hindsight of, you know, I had the dream to travel and I finally answered that. And then what's on the other side mm. of when you have to listen, when you do listen to that inner voice and you do follow it, it's beyond your wildest dreams. Um, you know, for me, I always had a dream to travel and speak and have a lifestyle that was, I didn't want normal, what I grew up with, which was a nine to five job. And so, through learning to get in touch with my inner voice has brought me opportunities that I, I didn't even know was possible. Us sitting here today is an opportunity for me that's like amazing, like living the, my dream, which would never have happened if I was disconnected from that voice. Yeah, that's definitely a big lesson here. And what I felt hearing you speak now and earlier on stage is that your commitment and I think that's a word for me, like these, okay, I did not listen, but from now on I'm committed to listening, not just once, because like it's easy yeah. just to listen once, once and say, like, okay, I'm going on that trip, and then you go back to the nine to five or whatever that is. Yeah. But it's the commitment of ever pursuing these inner voice, what these, these inner voices saying. So just maybe... A couple of that, things yeah. that I, these, following these inner verses led you into, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I'll share one, because it's so funny, right? And, and to what you said, the, dip, the challenge of following your inner voice, I don't believe gets easier. What gets easier is your ability to recognize the inner voice. Mm. It's like, uh, for example, when you build a habit, mm. you know, going to the gym, for some people, right, who don't enjoy going to the gym, they don't like it. But what happens after 30 days in a row is your will 
is higher. Your ability mm. to just get it done, you don't think about it. And it's the same with our inner voice. So I you know, followed my inner voice and I published this book. I accomplished my dream. I gave the TED Talks, spoke. And then I said, I wasn't making money. I didn't know how to make money. <laughs> I got this thing out. And I said, uh-oh, what's next? And I was like, should I go back to school? Or is everybody right? Like, I did this thing, but... And then the inner voice, and I had this dream to, to travel again. Because, you know, I went through this two-year process of writing the book. And, and one day I'm scrolling on Instagram, and I see this guy advertising for this impact travel trip. Okay. It was a $1,000 trip. I had about 3000 in my bank account because I put all my money into the book and, you know, getting my message out, which yeah. was 100% worth it. And I was like, am I going to spend a third of my money right now <laughs> on this travel trip? Gut feeling. Boom. A month later, I have that. I'm like, fuck it. Am I? Well, too late, I guess. But I'm like, I have to buy this trip. I buy the trip. A day later, I win $1,000 in an unrelated contest. No. Yep, an unrelated <laughs> contest that I applied for two months earlier. That you had forgotten about, maybe? Yep, totally. It was a book writing wow. and marketing contest. A thousand, like the <laughs> equivalent. Like, you can't make this up. And then on the trip, yeah. I end up meeting a guy named Taylor Conroy. And that's how I met Taylor, who's now my business partner and a mentor of mine, which all came from that seed. I had no idea I was going to meet. I didn't even know who he was when this trip, it was an influencer promoting it. I didn't know who Taylor was, but it was following that inner voice. And it's this continual process. And it's not... It's so uh, unsexy, you know? Like, following your inner voice at times is hard. And for me, part of it is having the courage to, like, say the thing or admit to yourself or do the thing that maybe doesn't make so much sense up here, but you feel in your heart that it's the thing to do. And I believe on the other side of that is magic. And maybe when was one time where following that inner voice, because you say you get better at listening to it, not necessarily at acting upon it. Mm -hmm. When was one time you feel like, Yeah, I heard you, but I really don't want to do that. Oh, good. Or like the voice of truth was saying something, but I didn't do it. Like, like it was very hard. No, maybe you did, but it's like, you know, like we're, and we've been talking a lot about going, jumping into the cold water. For me, yeah. that's one example where ple pleasure, ec ecstasy yeah. lays beyond the first pain of imagining yourself going through the cold water. Like what was, for example, for you one really cold water you said oh i really don't want to get in there and you finally did and, and i was, did do it and that was blissful experience well one that comes to mind is it was like a conversation with taylor about the business where uh, logically it was like uh i was it was many months ago where we went through kind of a rocky time And I was saying and kind of doing the things that I thought I should do, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm. And it wasn't until that I admitted to him, like, this is what I truly, like, want to do. Then the weight dropped. And what happened, well, by not listening, though, is I hurt my, my back uh. and shoulder, which was from surfing, over surfing. But, of course, I know there's more to it, right? Uh, and because I was so stressed out. And then uh, part of that learning process told me, okay, by not saying this truth or... Because yeah, I knew, like, I was, it's not that I was lying to myself, but I knew I wasn't being radically honest with myself. And once mm -hmm. I said it, I could feel the weight drop. My back mm -hmm. didn't heal overnight, it's been a process, <laughs> but the learning from that is big. Okay, that's very interesting. I wasn't imagining, like, maybe doing an ayahuasca trip or some, going to a Buddhist monastery, but it was actually just saying the truth to someone. Mm -hmm. That was the coldest water you've had to jump in. And I, oh, I yeah. truly believe that's, that's very much... 
and we had this conversation with Taylor actually uh, yesterday, is how blissful is the experience to say to someone a painful truth? It's just like it hurts when you say it, but mm -hmm. then you are relieved oh, so it's, much. It's relieved. And even what I think is interesting is I think it's almost more difficult to sell a secret sometimes to someone you know than someone you don't know or to say the hard thing to someone you already have a relationship with. Because if you say it to someone who else you don't know necessarily, there's, they don't have any expectation, mm. there's no relationship, but to open up to like a, a partner, a business partner, mm. a lover, whatever, that's, that's the hard stuff, that's you know? That's where it hurts. Yeah, that's not that's easy. easier than shouting asshole on the street. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because there's no, this guy's like, well, that's, but you don't have that relationship, so. Yeah. Okay, and just wrap it up. Uh, I just want you to share with the community or like the world uh, one piece of wisdom, something that you feel like maybe at the moment or something, uh, one of your biggest teachings you've received that you believe can impact the other you that is watching. Yeah, well, you know, I, I talked to this wise man at dinner last night and he told me, your greatest weakness is also your greatest superpower. This guy right here. And why to me that resonates is because, at least for myself, I can be, ex I'm probably harder on myself than anyone else ever mm -hmm. is on me or even will be. Um, and I'm, always, I'm on the path of growth and self-development, which I'm guessing if you're watching this, you probably are too. I mean, I think it's easy when you're on that path to always look at how you can improve, which can be also looking at your negatives, but to understand that in your potential weakness also lies your greatest strength and to be able to channel that weakness and see what about that weakness is actually a strength as well and to be able to shift and shift your way of being in a way where you're using the energy or that skill set or lack thereof to serve you. And, you know, for you, for, you know, for me, part of that is, reading a situation and taking other people's feedback and you know the strength mm -hmm. in that i can channel that so whatever it is for you think about something that may be a potential weakness that maybe you beat yourself up on but find the gem in that because there is something and i can just support that i mean that's being a strong message for me and a strong realization for me is like your greatest weakness is just your undiscovered superpower uncontrolled superpower if you learn to master it your life is changing instantly yeah. just like it because you love your you start becoming in love with your weaknesses there mm -hmm. because they're just empowering you anyway thank you so much for sharing and i hope you all take some very pieces of great wisdom from this very young guy there's and if i have to leave you with one thing i heard is listen to your inner voice if you feel pain if you feel discomfort don't ignore it and wish that it goes away because it's just burst onto your skin yeah. <laughs> eventually yeah. if it's not your shoulder or worse it could be a cancer or something like that we don't want that i don't want that for any people i know or even the people i don't know is if you feel something as soon as you hear these hints listen to it you don't have even to act immediately upon it it's just acknowledge it's there mm. so thank you so much for sharing that wisdom and this is probably one of the first of a very long series where I want to share nugget gets of wisdom from the wise people I meet. Thank you very much for watching, and I'll be there with you soon. Thank you, Jay. Of course, brother. <laughs>